Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. You always hear threat to democracy. Democracy was already broken by our intelligence agencies. We'll get to that a little bit later. There's a lot of news that's breaking today. You want to start with what's going on in Atlanta right now? Yeah, right now there's a hearing going on involving the Fulton County District Attorney. Her name is Fonnie Willis. Uh, now, the outside lawyer that she brought in to lead the case against Donald Trump for trying to overturn the election is a guy named Nathan Wade. Now it's come out that she's been having an affair with him. At first, they denied it, kind of. And then they said, okay, well, it started in 2022, which means that they were not having this, inf- th- this affair. They were not romantically involved at the time that she appointed him to be the special prosecutor. They were business friends. Right, they were business friends. Well, now it's been confirmed by a former assistant that the affair actually goes back to 2019. And the way I understand it, that person was a friend of Nathan Wade. Yes. That might be a strain on the friendship. Yeah, and and so this goes back to 2019, meaning she hired her boyfriend and paid him well with taxpayer dollars to go after Donald Trump. Now, Nathan Wade is testifying today as well. Or was testifying today mm-hmm. and said, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, all these lavish trips that I took with Fonnie. Yeah, I paid for it with a business credit card and she reimbursed me cash. Straight up cash, homie. So I mean, Belize, Napa, I mean, cruises. It was like insane in a short amount of time. It's like, who gets to live like that? Well, they do. Lovers wow. who have, a, I guess, inexhaustible bank account. Paid by the taxpayers. Uh, well, hold on a second. Like so if I get this straight, then saying, well, well, hold on a second. It wasn't me paying for it. That's what he says. Because wait a second, he testified before that it was kind of halvesies. Yeah, but the only thing he presented as evidence was one flight they took from Atlanta to Miami that was on his dime. That's what he said before, which didn't make sense. But now they're saying she reimbursed him. Yeah. Okay. Tell me if I'm wrong here. When she hired him, he's getting paid over six hundred grand, wasn't it? Between six and seven hundred grand. Yeah, he's getting paid a lot of money. She makes like two hundred grand. Yeah, that's a bad boyfriend. Well, it's a great girlfriend, though. I'm, I'm out making yeah. you three to one, but you got to pay for everything. Or he's writing off business expenses, <laughs> and then she's paying him back while he's also yeah. being paid very, very well to prosecute a case that, frankly, should never have been brought against no. Donald Trump. And, I mean, to me, Donald Just Trump's hilarious. superpower has always been and and remains to be that his enemies are the dumbest people on the planet. <laughs> you think about Michael Cohen. You think about Michael Avenatti, now Fonnie oh, yeah. Willis. I mean, the people that always get lifted up as, as the resistance heroes by mainstream media and the left turn out oh, to be do. absolute nincompoops and criminals. Yes. I remember hearing the words all-star. Bonnie Willis. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's in it to get famous. Well, even and on MSNBC now, right, they're saying uh, 
They're hosed. Yeah. They're, so, yeah, part of this is about whether or not she can continue to oversee or Fulton County District Attorney's Office can even oversee the case against Donald Trump because this is obviously such a huge, at best, conflict of interest, if not outright corruption here. This is MSNBC legal analyst uh, Caroline Polisi. Okay. Don't let the legalese fool you. This is epic. This is monumental. If things are going in the direction we think, uh, Fonnie Willis lied to the court, it's game over for her. She will be disqualified. Um, if they had a relationship prior to when they uh, represented to, to the court, it's, it's a huge deal. I, I can't overstate it. Yeah, it really started going bad when his divorce and his ex-wife came out going after him. And then, you know all the legalese terms. All I know is he was deposed with that divorce, right? Yeah. And it said, hey, there there was nothing with Fonnie Willis while I was married. That didn't happen. It just so happened he started working for, <laughs> working for Fonnie Willis, and then the day after, I think I want a divorce. Yeah. just so happened. Just a little quinky dink there, right? Well, you know. Okay. So he's deposed. He says no affair. Then he, go back, he goes back and amends it. What he said in the deposition, right? Like, yeah. uh, I, better, I better go back and make that right. But instead of just saying the truth, which was, yeah, we started the affair before that, he said, I plead the fifth. <laughs> well, too late for that. You can't do that. No, you can't go back and go, now I plead the fifth. That other stuff I said before, yeah, forget about yeah. it. I plead the fifth. One, one of the reasons, That's unreal. One yeah. of the reasons this may be game over, not just for Fonnie Willis, but for the case against Donald Trump in general, is you know there's a reason this is being tried in Fulton County, Georgia, because it's the one jurisdiction in the state where they think that they have a really good chance of getting a conviction against Donald yeah. Trump. Well, if she's disqualified, her whole office winds up being disqualified. And then, well, okay, do you move it to another jurisdiction? Do you move it to another county? What other prosecutor is going to pick up this case? Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's a big, big deal. Because if Trump doesn't have to worry about this, there are a lot of the other cases that don't look yeah. so great right now. And it was funny because legacy media, like Good Morning America, as far as what was going to happen today, they didn't talk too much about Bonnie Willis, Nathan Wade. They were talking about Trump possibly being in court today over the hush money to Stormy Daniel. Yeah. Still focused on that. But this is the big story. Wow. Okay. So keeping an eye on that. Also, the fallout of what happened in Kansas City yesterday mm. with the shooting after, after the parade and rally for the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. And, okay, it looks like this wasn't some, you know, shooter that was just looking to take out people. They're saying it was some sort of dispute Yeah, today between the, a few people. Yeah, today the police say it was some sort of... Um, uh, personal dispute that obviously got out of hand because guns came out. Okay. So, and you hate to say it, but we all know this is true. So then the national conversation changes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you still got to focus on the gun violence because, honestly, no one wants to see that, right? Uh, let's see how Pierre Thomas picked it up. Good morning, America, today. George, good morning. It's early in the investigation, but sources are telling me that so far the evidence points to this being some sort of local street crime, not terrorism or a politically motivated attack. 
I spoke to a source overnight who said no national security information had been developed about the three men detained. But the bottom line, that's a little comfort to those injured trying to enjoy a Super Bowl win with their favorite team. And to that point, the same could be said for a number of different shootings around the country. Some people just want to walk to the store, but they can't do it because there's so many guns on the street. But that's mm -hmm. usually not the focus of the conversation, right? So we got to go into how many mass shootings there's been this year. When bullets start flying, the motive really doesn't matter. My law enforcement sources last night were extremely frustrated. One reminded me that we've seen mass shootings at houses of worship, elementary schools, movie theaters, supermarkets, everywhere. Even as most of the nation saw a significant decline in gun violence last year, this phenomenon of mass shootings is truly terrorizing and taking hold. The number of mass shootings in 2019 was 414, and we've seen more than 600 every year since. This year alone, there have been 49 mass shootings with 81 killed and 165 wounded. Okay, so when you hear that, David, mm -hmm. what's your first thought? It's a lie. No, it... Because they, you know, when he, it, it's funny because as soon as the narrative has to shift, it's like, well, the motivation doesn't really matter. Yeah, it the does. The circumstances don't yeah. matter. Yeah, they do. Because when yeah, you talk do. about most shootings and mm -hmm. mass shootings, you are talking about gang violence most yep. of the time, actually. It's yes. not somebody walking into an elementary school. As tragic as those are, those are, those are completely separate things than what most, quote-unquote, mass shootings are in America. And it appears that in kansas city um that's it uh, that it's not a spree killer it was some sort of you know someone got disrespected and decided to be an idiot and shoot a bunch of kids and to the point of it's all awful yeah of course it's all awful but it's how it's treated by national media because what we're finding out if the person isn't what white and hetero we're not going to focus on that we're just going to focus on the mass shooting part yeah. it, it people on people on social media were saying well it all depends on the color of the shooter and everything else yeah. and that's and i don't even know that but because yeah. it was this violence that erupts like that it gets covered completely different i mean i know we've talked about this before but what does constitute a mass shooting four or more people shot that's what i want i want yeah. to I, I thought that was true but i didn't want to say it four or more so so that's that's a drive-by all that's the time. a drive-by yeah. yes what i what I, if I can just get on a soapbox for a moment here, um, oh, this was right nearly four years ago, uh, June 29th, 2020, uh, or in the aftermath of what happened June 29th, 2020, in Kansas City, Missouri. The Trump okay. administration, under the direction of uh, Attorney General at the time, Bill Barr, launched something called Operation Legend. And what Operation Legend was, was a coordinated FBI, local law enforcement, state law enforcement effort to crack down on gun violence. It was called Operation Legend uh, after the name of a four-year-old, Legend uh, Telefero, who was murdered, caught in the crossfire. He was in his bed, sleeping, in Kansas City, Missouri. And they said, okay, we got to crack down on this. Yep. As the FBI was rolling out that operation, this is during the Summer of Love, remember, what did every Democrat mayor in America say about it? This is Donald Trump being racist and trying to crack down on protesters. Mm -hmm. So spare me the freaking tears about what happened in Kansas City. Because the moment somebody tries to do something, the same right. people complaining about it now say it's racist. Oh, and that's the way they, 
uh, not so much racist, but it's just this is what we have to live with. Ironically, yesterday was the sixth anniversary of that deadly mass shooting at a high school in Parkland, Florida. Mass shootings now a fixture in American life, period. George, ironic. <laughs> Screw you. Screw the media. They are the enemy <laughs> of the people because they're not telling people what the real freaking problem is. No, they won't. They won't. We talk about that all the time. And you could crack down on people in possession of illegal guns. They don't want to do it. Because then people would say, well, that's racist. They don't want to solve the problem. That's what's sad about it. More on that a little bit later. There's no money in solutions. <laughs> you know yeah. what? It's so simple, but it's true. Yeah. Um, you had the story about uh, Biden, God. which is pretty important. Yeah. You want to save this? Yeah. Let, let, let's get to that in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, man, there's this Biden. <laughs> it's such a lie. It's like one lie after another after another. This story's crazy today, though. Oh, it is. Crazy. Now we have a hip-hop task force. We needed that. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Yeah, it's a lot popping today. All coming up right here. you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember angie's list is now angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at angie.com that's a-n-g-i or download the app today Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash dance. That's harrys.com slash dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. The Mark Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Marcus, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. This Biden story, this is something, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. So, okay, so it turns out Biden was the one who brought up his son's death in the deposition. Yeah, so the special counsel who'd been investigating Joe Biden 
excuse me, over the mishandling of classified documents said he wasn't charging Joe because, well, Joe's too senile to be convicted. Now, one of the pieces of evidence he used to support that was the fact that Joe couldn't remember what year his son, Bo, died. And if you remember that press conference just about a week ago, uh, Joe Biden was ticked at that. Oh, my gosh. Yep. He was ticked, all right. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. You know, when we played that the other day, just real quick, David, did that make any sense to you? Like, anybody can Google it. None yeah, of your right. business. What? It makes no sense. Right. Like it would anyway from him. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from our lady of... Then you can't remember the story. Yeah. Every Memorial Day, we hold a service. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the special counsel never asked that question. It was Joe Biden who brought up Bo's death. Biden raised his son's death after being asked about his workflow at a Virginia rental home from 2016 to 2018. That's when a ghostwriter was helping him write a memoir about lo uh, losing Bo to brain cancer in 2015. Investigators had a 2017 recording showing Biden had told the ghostwriter he had found classified stuff in, in that home. So Biden started trying to recall that time period by talking about what else was happening in his life. And it was at that point in the interview that he appeared confused about when Bo had died. He brought up Bo's death. And like any good investigator, the investigator said, okay, and what, what year was that about? And he couldn't remember the year. Wow, that explains everything, doesn't it? Wow. And that's why they're not going to release the transcript of that. Oh, no. But to go out and say what he said, how dare they? You were the, per you were the reason they asked the question. You know what? This is probably worth playing again because David was out the other day. I don't know if you respect Victor Davis Hanson as much as Scott or I, but he put that in the proper context to me. Yeah. Because there is the, always that part where you're like, man, he did lose his son, and you don't wish that on anybody. That's awful. Oh, yeah. Um, but see what you think about what he said here. The other thing that got really, I think a lot of us got really angry about was Jill and Joe Biden. How dare he say that about uh, not, not remembering the date of Bo Biden's uh, death. And that, that was inappropriate, we were told, to bring in that. You know, you know what was inappropriate? For the last three to four years, as, le as recently as last fall, Joe Biden has deliberately lied about the circumstances of, of his own son's death. It's a tragic death. He died of a glioblastoma in Walter Reed Hospital. And you brought that up several times. Yeah. And then he goes on. And this was something, honestly, that I don't think a ton of people know. He did that for 10 years when his wife died in 72. Another tragic accident. His daughter died. But he blamed the truck driver who was absolutely innocent and, if anything, not culpable in trying to avoid that accident. And he said that he drank his lunch. I lost my wife to a drunk driver. And the family pleaded with Joe Biden for a decade to stop that and the poor man died before biden apologized or stopped it you know what and if i knew that i had forgotten it yeah. all these years i thought that was a drunk driver me too no i agree i i thought so too yeah his his first wife was actually at fault um apparently it was a notorious intersection but she went without kind of looking both ways and got hit and that's how she and joe knew it oh joe knew obviously it, yeah. knew it and then does that that's a terrible person. He is a terrible person. 
I know. That's what I mean. It's like, and how many people in the United States even know that? I'm guessing very few. It's so frustrating. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Biggest story today, in your opinion, David. To me, the biggest story of the day is the Fulton County, Georgia, district attorney's case against Trump completely falling apart because she's corrupt and actually kind of an idiot. Um, Yeah, Fonnie Willis, uh, well, now it's been confirmed, I guess, by a close associate that actually the guy that she picked to be the prosecutor in the Trump case was somebody that she had been having an affair with since 2019. And it certainly looks like they were using business expenses to go off and have their dalliances and whatnot. Well, in some nice places. Tropic locale. If they're going to have a dalliance, make sure it's a nice place. Right. Leave that. Um, Oh, and then the latest story in the deep state. This is huge. Straight ahead. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. I understand the story. Me communicating the story and making it easy to understand, that is a challenge. It's, it's not my forte. So I sent all this stuff to you, David. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, make this make sense. I get it. I'll, yeah. Uh, journalists Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi came out with a couple of different reports about the Russian collusion hoax and how it all began. Uh, And it goes back to the CIA. What they did was they told foreign spy agencies to bump, quote-unquote bump, 26 different Trump associates, meaning they needed to approach them. Hey, have some of your assets go and approach these 26 people, and then those interactions would be reported to the FBI in order to justify an investigation into the Trump campaign. And to me, honestly— and I know we'll fill in the details. The takeaway is we hear threat to democracy yeah. from the left all the time. It's already been breached. This is the proof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, so it, it's, it's one of those, uh, I guess you could say, self-fulfilling prophecies that happens. The CIA says, hey, go and, uh, go and talk to these people associated with the Trump campaign, including, like, what, what's his name? George Papadopoulos, who was, like, 20. Yeah, Big Poppy. Like, yeah, Big Poppy <laughs> sitting there at a bar. Somebody walks up and has a conversation with him at the direction of the CIA. Yes. And then that gets reported back to the FBI, and they say, well, we better surveil this guy. Right. Everybody's in on it, but that's how they kind of covered their tracks. That's how they were able to spy on the Trump campaign and then transition and then Trump presidency. Um, so Matt and he Ty- was totally hamstrung through his whole presidency. Yeah. Through the whole thing. Matt Taibbi tells the Daily Wire there was one goal in mind. Yes. We asked, did this have a broader intelligence community objective? And the answer was it had nothing to do with our relationship with Russia. It was just leveraging capabilities to undermine a rookie, unprepared Trump campaign. They thought they were easy marks. And if you notice, all those stories about sort of the troubling activity that caused these other nations to get on the phone with us, they never actually told us what that was. And I think that was an important detail that that needed to be disclosed. And they're still digging up information on this. There's going to be more reports to come. 
Legacy media will never cover that. No. Well, they'll, they'll cover it in 10 years. Maybe, yeah. Remember when you well, heard, first heard the term deep state, though? You're like, is that real? Oh, the first time I heard it. Yeah, like, oh, I was come like, on, come on, really? a bunch of kooks talking. You know, come what? On, what is really? This? Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's there. No, for a number of years now, we're like, oh, my God, oh, yeah. it's real. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, well I think the, the, the stunning thing is that it wasn't so much that they were afraid of Donald Trump. You know, as Matt Taibbi speculates there, at least, based on what he's heard and what he's been able to dig up, it was more like, yeah, we've done this before, and, you know, this is an easy way to get our preferred candidate into office. I mean, these guys, yeah. they're, they're, they, they don't know what they're doing on a political campaign. And I'll never forget then-Attorney General Jeff Sessions testifying in Congress about the Russian collusion hoax yeah. when it was still, like, being treated somewhat seriously. Mm -hmm. And he goes... You got you got you got to think back to the campaign in 2016. We weren't even colluding with ourselves, is what essentially he said, because that campaign was so chaotic. He's like, I, yes, no, there was no Russian collusion because nobody knew what you know. The left hand certainly didn't know what the right hand was doing. That's true, and I still believe to this day the reports from inside was initially Trump's goal was to finish like second or third, yeah, to broaden the Trump brand. But then once he got into it, it was like, hey, I could win this thing. Yeah. 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 And his message resonated with people. But, yeah, legacy media is not going to cover that. They'll cover every, you know, every other thing, it seems like. Well, what was the new warning today that Strahan talked about for consumers? I forget. Ripoff? Comes right off. Criminals targeting people, putting fake QR codes over real ones, trying to steal your money and more. This morning, the FBI's new warning where these scams are happening and how to protect yourself. Thank you. Scammers, huh? <laughs> Scanners are scanning to steal your yes. stuff, says Michael Strahan. Yes. And it's that point of the show where we go around the table. It may not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? This is just ridiculous. So uh, Beyonce <laughs> has a couple of new country songs out. Okay. Texas Hold'em is one of them. And there was a country radio station in Oklahoma that somebody asked online, hey, are you going to play Beyonce's new song? And they, it was a boilerplate response that said, no, Beyonce's not country. They later explained, we play Beyonce on our other stations in this group, but we, but she's not country. And okay. then uh, and then there was this backlash claiming that this radio station was racist. Terrible. <laughs> mm -hmm. They won't play a strong black woman's country tunes. Well, now they are playing uh, that song. And it was breaking news from CBS News this morning. The national nightmare is over. A small town radio station <laughs> is playing Beyonce's new country song. Now, at first, I thought, okay, country station in Oklahoma. I'm assuming they're talking about at least one of the larger markets, Tulsa or Oklahoma City. I'm thinking, mm -hmm. okay, they're talking about – it's Ada, Oklahoma. I know people from – I've referenced Ada, Oklahoma on this show before. It's, a, it's a, what, 16,000, 17,000 people? About an hour and a half southeast of Oklahoma City. Small radio group uh, okay. that just – said yeah we're not going to play that song and then all of a sudden there's this national dog pile on them saying that they are racist for not playing <laughs> beyonce's new song and i'm just like up yours man you're really joining the dog pile on this small market radio station which by the way is owned by an indian tribe 
which means that, you know what? The left wing that was all pouncing on this, you're colonizers. It is time to decolonize (laughs) the Bay Hive, okay? By the way, have you heard these songs? No. I haven't heard the songs. Okay. So Ed Sheeran does a country album. You will play Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Doesn't that sound I, like I don't some, think that's the way it worked. Some generic country track yeah. you would use to voice over a commercial with. It, it does. It, totally. Yeah, yeah. Right. Honestly, it sounds like you went into your Apple, what do you call it, garage band, looking yeah. for like something to play over, and that's already like stock in there. Yeah. Going down, down, down. (laughs) Hooky. Okay. Well, there's another one, too. I don't think that was released yet. Bored. Yeah, bored. It's fine. Whatever. I like the first one better. Yeah. Now I want to hear it again. Is it an earworm? No, 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 no. At least that one's got some energy. Yeah, yeah I could hear that yeah. on a radio station. Honestly, if it was like your regular stock Beyonce song from Lemonade, and I know that's held in high regard, I'd rather hear that. Yeah. Just from my own musical taste. Well, it's brave and fierce. It always is, Scott. Yeah, that right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your story for What's Your Story, well, Scott? Well, I guess we could stay with broadcast radio here. Okay. $400 million will buy a bunch of radio stations. George Soros is poised to take over a massive stake in the second largest radio company in the country. More than 220 stations, Odyssey. Wow. Uh, he's pumping $400 million into it, and the concern now from a bunch of politicians is, hey, man, He's going to try to influence public opinion right before the 2024 election by making these stations do as he wants. By the way, speaking of Soros, did you hear that his son is dating Huma Aberdeen? Yeah. That's Hillary's old assistant? Yeah. What Wiener's, was her title? Wiener's ex. Yeah. Ex-Mrs. Wiener, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a yeah top advisor to Hillary Clinton, yeah. The right, right Good hand friend. girl. Not just an advisor. Did she have some other title? Best friend. Yes. It was something else. She was running a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the whole thing with the emails is because of Wiener's laptop. Yeah. Because she used Wiener's laptop, and Wiener had been uh, creeping right. on high school girls. That's it. So the uh, so the investigators, NYPD and the FBI, decided, hey, we're going to look at that laptop. And they said, oh, crap, we found more Hillary Clinton emails here. That's right. I was I Trump surprised. having a field day with that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was a little surprised it was the uh, younger Soros. Why is that? Just because the dude's got 80 gazillion billion dollars. Saying he could do better? Oh, I'm saying he could do a whole lot better because no. he's got to look at her when he's kissed her and think, she was with Wiener. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> My gosh. I'm sure if Soros buys any stations we're on, we're going to be fine. We're not going to be fired or anything. Yeah, we'll well, see. a big story today. I got about three or four listeners that sent me this story. Wow. Okay. Have you guys heard about this? I'm like, well, we have now. Um, for my story, for what's your story, I um, saw this from 
libs of TikTok who usually when they post, when she posts a video like that, it's like we have a mental health crisis in this country. Um, but I guess we should learn this sort of thing. Um, there is a woman that identifies as a bird. A what? A certain kind of bird, actually. Come on, man. What? A bird? Well, and she's looking for tips. On okay. what? Well, I'll just roll it, and then okay. we'll, we'll try right. to dissect as we go along. Okay. Hi, my name is Asa. I am a member of the DID system, and I'm also a bearded vulture therian. I have two questions. One is for other therians. A bearded vulture therian. A therian is what? Well, not human. It's another species. Okay. So you're identifying not as a human, but in this case, as a bearded vulture. Yeah, a therian. WikiHow defines it as, yes, Therian is someone who identifies as a specific non-human animal. Yeah. Okay, coop, coop brain. <laughs> what else do we have from you? Well, looking for tips, though. Uh, specifically bird Therians. Um, and the other question is for other systems who have Therian system members. So first question for other bird Therians, what are some things you do that help you feel more connected to your stereotype? Like, what do you do to feel more connected to your birddom, I think. Eat worms? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Like, I know that for people whose stereotypes are four-legged, they can do quadrobics, and that helps them a lot. Yeah, for the people that identify, like, as a dog or a cat, yeah, they do the quadrobics. They go on all fours? Yeah, like exercise. This took me down a rabbit hole because I was really trying to understand. I didn't know you could do the high jump on all fours. Uh, it's un unintended comedy if you... Go across that on YouTube. Oh God. <laughs> Go ahead and pull it up on YouTube real quick, David, if you can. Okay, what, what am I looking for? It's what now? Is it quadrobics? Is that what Quad she said? People whose stereotypes are four-legged, they can do quadrobics, and that helps them a lot. Yeah, quadrobic high jump. Oh, high there's jump. a... Yeah. Uh, it's unintended comedy, I am telling you. Because you got that, people on all fours kind of going around, and then they just hop up on their heels. So that's. Yeah. That, that is a lady who appears to be in some sort of uh, cat mask with a, like a furry. And a, and a tail. Yeah. Jumping on all fours. <laughs> um, but obviously, that's not applicable to bird therians. I also want to clarify for anyone who doesn't know, um, quadrobics yeah. does not automatically equal therians. People can do quadrobics and not be a therian. Yeah, because you can be two-legged like a bird, like a bearded vulture. So that's my first question, how to feel more connected to bird stereotypes. Um, and mm -hmm. second question is for systems with therian alters. Do these alters appear human in a world or do they appear as their stereotype? In a if that's a family member, what do you do? You say, like test out the theory that you're a bird and jump <laughs> off the roof. I mean, come on. Yeah, but people were saying that. <laughs> Was she competing against other bearded vultures? I think she wants to get a community of other birds, so, the therians, or th I, whatever I, it's called, and get together and, like, have parties and stuff. I don't think I don't that's know. fair to the real bearded vultures that she is in their mm. space. Well, I mean, we may laugh now. It may be 10 years from now, and we're told, stop being a bigot. Yeah. Okay, and lean into it they were, and affirm I, it. <laughs> feed that person birdseed and stuff. You well, road trip. There, there's been a dead possum on my street for like two weeks. I mean, come on. <laughs> Get over here, lady. Clean that up. Holy smokes, man. Yeah, it's... Ah! A lot going on. 
Oh, and we just had a report on somebody with a new job yesterday. They're already fired. That and much more coming up right here. Running a business is a 24-7 job. And it's easy to fall behind on things like closing the books. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, everything you need to grow all in one place. Having all your information in one place makes it easy to make better decisions. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash MVR. That's netsuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash MVR. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. We talk about it with all the news going on today. It's like a new crisis out there all the time. Yeah, and you never know if it's real or fake news or whatever, but you're, you may be a little worried about how this all will affect not only your safety and security, but your financial situation as well. Well, the good news is it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or a 401k, and you do that with gold. Birch Gold Group can help you out. As opposed to other investments, gold does thrive in times of uncertainty. It's pretty uncertain right now, and it's an important part of diversifying your savings. Yeah, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. Doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just text MBCR to 989898 for a free information kit. They've got an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. They've got countless five-star reviews and thousands of happy customers. All you got to do is text MBCR to 989898 for that free info kit. That's MBCR to 989898 to get yourself started. Okay. Somebody got fired. Yeah. We just talked about this yesterday. Yeah, we did. Rachel Dolezal who was the lady who pretended to be black and wound up uh, heading up the Spokane chapter of the NAACP in Washington until she was, well, this was, geez, almost 10 years ago at this point, she was exposed for actually being a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white lady. And 
she did this weird tour where she said, well, I identify as black, yada, yada, yada. Flash forward to today, it turns out not only is she doing an OnlyFans now where she's making pretty good money, apparently made like $1,200 on one picture. What? Ugh. One picture? One picture, yeah. Hmm. Can't imagine that. Not a lot, a lot of guys. Well, that's hate the themselves. one they put in the Daily Mail and stuff. I don't understand yeah, it. Yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of guys really hate themselves and I guess you know, are willing to pay to prove it. Um, but she was also teaching at a school in the uh, Catalina Foothills School District in Arizona. Yeah, she had changed her name, and then people were talking about it, and that was the story yesterday. Yeah, and Catchy Diallo, uh, and then once this is is her chosen name now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, once it was found out, the school district fired her. The, uh, yes. no. David, you're fired. Not David. No. Dole is all. You're fired, folks. Right, yeah. She's gone now. As we said, how can you have a teaching gig? She doesn't anymore. This is the Markley Van Camp Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. David just said, man, what a time to be alive. Yeah. It really is. There's a lot popping today. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, notably, the uh, Fulton County District Attorney's case against Donald Trump is falling apart before our eyes. Because already, I mean, it was it was extremely uh, ill thought out. And obviously, Fonnie Willis, the DA in Fulton County, was doing it to be famous. And, well, it just so happens that she's been caught having a an adult relationship, extramarital affair on his part, with, a, uh, with the prosecutor that she hired to prosecute Donald Trump. Bonnie in Willis that RICO is, case, he yeah. has no experience in that whatsoever, but he had other experience. Yeah, he did. Well, apparently so, yes. Fonnie Willis is the DA. Nathan Wade is the lover's name. And and so there is a uh, hearing going on, and part of, I mean, the goal is to see whether or not Fonnie Willis should be disqualified from the case against Donald Trump because there's clearly a conflict of interest here. They, I mean, she hires the guy. He's yeah. making all, over between six and $700,000, and she's benefiting from that. Yeah, and because yeah. they're taking a bunch of trips together. Yeah. They're, they're having nice little lover's getaways and whatnot while the taxpayers are footing at least part of the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, and initially they said, well, we didn't become entangled until much later uh, after uh, he had been assigned to the case against Trump. Well, now a close aide says, no, that's not true. They were together in 2019, which, oh, buddy, doesn't that sink mm-hmm. everything? Because she is not only I mean, she's lied to the court. I mean, that and, and judges don't like that very much. No. When that happens. Well, and you, the way you understand it, that was Nathan Wade's friend. Yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah, but, I mean, the friend is just like, I'm not going to jail for you, buddy. Exactly. Just because you couldn't handle your business correctly doesn't right. mean that I'm going to go to jail for you. I'm not lying under oath for you. Um, Nathan Wade testified today, uh, and uh, the issue of payments for the trips came up. And how he would re how how he would use his business card 
and then get reimbursed in cash by Fonnie Willis. <laughs> and this guy casually is just like, yeah, we did, we intentionally didn't leave a paper trail. Listen to this. Okay. Um, you said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? It was cash. She didn't She didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Oh, and Mr. Schaefer is somebody from the Trump camp who laughed out loud in courtroom, in the court. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I didn't deposit it in any bank account. It was cash, man. Oh, my gosh. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. And you included those in deductions on your taxes, correct? No, ma'am. No, you did not. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, that's pretty easy to check. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I thought this was going to be a crap show today. I didn't know it would get this bad, to be honest. Yeah. Is there more? Oh, yeah. Okay, go He's ahead. being asked if he remembers paying for a cabin for him and Bonnie Willis in Tennessee. I'm asking you to go through a thousand pages of records. I'm asking if you remember paying for a cabin six months ago in Tennessee. No. You remember booking a cabin? I booked lots of cabins. Oh. What? Uh-oh. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. I'm waiting. Burning daylight here. Is he going to answer? I... Ever? Nathan. No. You've never gone to a cabin with this. Oh, no. boy. Um, have you ever gone to Tennessee with Miss Willis? Yes. Okay. When was that? <laughs> that oh. was... Oh, dude. Around 2022, early 2022. Early 2022? Okay. It was a, it was a. Okay, because we can't see the faces. That sounds like Holly Hunter. That's the attorney, and she's just not <laughs> in the mood for any of it. I book lots of Ever? cabins. Yeah. Oh, somebody needs. <laughs> Who to get that attorney, an attorney, to tell him how to answer these questions. Right. How does that make any sense at all? We didn't uh, want to. Yes. I mean, he was channeling Randy Moss there well, for crying out Great cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is what happens when you realize you've been caught in a bunch of lies and you're yes. desperately trying to avoid being caught in more lies. I am not going to say anything in this courtroom that's going to get me in more trouble. Except for, yeah, I mean, pff, sure, she reimbursed me straight cash, homie. Like, oh, yeah. Well, it was like $3,400 for this one cruise. And then the other place, what was it, Belize? That was like two grand. And then the trip to Napa, all this adds up. I mean, it's a lot of money. Ain't number 10 grand. What's 10 grand to me? You might as well say that. Just channel Randy Moss to the entire thing. This freaking guy's channeling Ansel Adams by <laughs> booking a lot of cabins. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, man, this what is a disaster. Hell?
That one stuck. Oh. That one stuck with me after everything else burned away. It's like right. it's common. Everybody doesn't. Everybody book a lot of cabins. <laughs> I booked a cabin just right now. <laughs> I mean, when this conversation right. started, I booked a cabin. <laughs> it's a strange phenomenon. I want justice here, and I want liars yeah. found out. Yet I am seriously, I am physically sweating right now <laughs> listening to this guy. It makes you nervous. It does. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, dude, you're melting down. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, this there's a lot of trouble. Oh my god! Well, and you, the legal analyst from MSNBC said they're host. Yeah, I mean, what you have someone on that network saying these two are host? Yeah, this thing's blowing up. This is game over. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so that's the update there. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> clip of Trump. Trump is talking about what? Oh. The district attorney should be focused on something else? Yeah, well, Donald Trump was back in court today in Manhattan for oh, yeah. a hearing over the hush money case brought against him, which, remember, the DA initially didn't want to bring. Said, there's not a case here. I, what, am, what am I going to prosecute? I'm not really sure. Oh, uh, this is Alvin Bragg, right? Yeah, and then yeah, turned yeah. around under immense pressure from yeah. national Democrats. Hey, look, you know. You want to see what it what what it's like if you don't play our game? Look at Fonnie Willis in Georgia right now. Okay, you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at Eric Adams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> nice bank account you got there. It'd be a shame if we, you know, started Put looking. Put the CIA at it on you and the FBI. Yeah. That'd be a real shame, buddy. Now the jury selection for that was set for March 25th. Trump had this to say as he was walking into court today. Okay. I look outside, I look at the streets, it's so different from when I left New York. It's so different. It's dirty and it's crime-ridden. And today you walk down the street and you get mugged or you get shot. And they're doing this where literally legal experts, legal scholars said they don't understand it. There's no crime. And there was no crime here at all. This is just a way of hurting me in the election because I'm leading by a lot. We're leading by numbers that nobody's ever seen before. So I will say that uh, enjoy it. It's a sad thing. It's a sad day for New York. They really do. Look, I love this city and I love this state. They have to focus on violent crime that's taking place outside. You have a new form of crime now. You have migrant crime. Migrants are trying to beat up our police officers. They're trying to do things that we've never seen before, actually. We are going to have a problem with, I call it Biden migrant crime. Yeah. That is absolutely true. It would be helpful if they were more focused on those things. Yeah, it would be. Okay. I'm still cracking up the Atlanta thing. Nathan Wade. It's, it's, it's mind-numbing. You can't even erase it from your brain. I mean, you've heard it. And this guy's an attorney, right? Yes. You have to anticipate they're probably going to say these things. I can't understand it. We'll get we'll get back to that. I promise. I'll tell you what, man. If I have a cabin rental business, he's my spokesperson going forward. <laughs> I rent a lot of cabins. <laughs> Janet nobody. Yellen was speaking about something, David. Uh, yeah, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen made an astounding claim about the situation going on with the economy. This was on CBS News. What? We know that Americans oh. are experiencing um, discomfort because some important prices are. Um, higher than they were pre-pandemic. But what I think is really important... Who cares what you think is important? You're wrong constantly. 
Why do they keep putting her on? Is that wages have gone up <laughs> along with prices, so Golly. people are better off um, than they were pre-pandemic. People are better off than they were in 2019. That's her argument right now. Oh, what world you possibly could be living in? Dude, ABC had it on. What's happened over the last three years? Families are paying over 10 grand more than they were for the same goods and services. But I think this is important. Yeah. I didn't understand inflation before, but I understand it now and I'm in charge. Get her out of No one gets fired. No, one no, does. no, no, not at all. Just insanity. All right. Oh, uh, one other thing real quick. mentioned this earlier. Uh, there are apparently scholarships now to play cornhole. This has happened. Cornhole? Yeah. Like a D1 scholarship for cornhole? Yes. It doesn't say how much the scholarship is. I mean, depending on different sports, there's less scholarship. We're not talking full, uh, full ride here. Think what football and basketball a lot of times is the only place you're going to get a full ride a lot of places so it's you know less than that but it is scholarship money for these two guys that are from a high school near denver thunder ridge great love that name jackson remick and gavin Heyman. uh they won the state championship two years in a row so if you're going to sign up someone for your cornhole team i'd say these guys are pretty good proven winners so on National Signing Day last week, they did sign letters of intent to play at Winthrop in South Carolina. Wow. Bunch of cornhole coaches coming to their house, sitting with their parents around the table. <laughs> <laughs> Break up with a tall boy. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Put something on the jukebox, you know. Yeah. What? I wonder how the training goes. What does practice look like? And do they get coached up? Does one of the players say at one point, oh, who are you? Why don't you and I play, coach? I think I can take you down. <laughs> Wrist and elbow training. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. You know, mental skills, that sort of thing. Somebody get the mental coach for Nathan Wade in Atlanta. Because <laughs> he needs it right now. He's sweating too. He's already at the cabinet. Update mind. on that and the election update straight ahead. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. 
Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Time for our update. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins 2024. 2024. Are you running? Are you not running? Are you running? No BS update. Everything you need to know without all the crap. I'm Okay. I would guess the biggest update is what's happening in Atlanta right now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you've got this uh, hearing going on involving Fonnie Willis, the Fulton County DA, who is prosecuting Donald Trump for trying to overturn the 2020 election. <laughs> Rico case, like the mob. That's what we're doing with all these people who didn't know each other. Weird. Doesn't seem like you can have yeah. that kind of action if a lot of people didn't know each other. <laughs> anyway... Uh, her lover, Nathan Wade, taken to the stand today, and uh, boy, he is sweating bullets right now because they've been caught in one big lie. They said that their intimate relationship did not begin until 2022, several months after he had been appointed as the lead prosecutor in the Trump case. Except it actually started in 2019, which means she hired her boyfriend who was unqualified to prosecute a RICO case or any other big case like this, paid him taxpayer dollars uh, to do this while also they were going off on the, you know, lavish vacations in places like Belize and whatnot. Well, and one of the things, too, talking about when that affair started, I had thought, because yesterday they were talking about possibly one of Nathan Wade's friends, former friends, whatever, testifying. The one person that testified that it was 2019 is Fonnie Willis's friend, female. Oh, boy. And then there's another guy, too, possibly? I don't know. It's it's bad news for them. Yeah. I mean, every legal person you see weighing in on this are like, oh, yeah, they're done. And then you're wondering, not not just this whole case is going to go away. What's going to happen to them? Yeah. Will they be able to practice law after this? Well... When you lie to the court, yeah, I was just going to say there yeah, are different. You know, there's there's a yeah. there's a certain association that deals with lawyers that doesn't really like it when you're caught doing something like that. No. And another big thing, as far as the election goes, with Biden, when he went out there for that ill-advised press conference a week ago, after the special counsel report with the uh, documents case, now to find out. 
it was Biden that brought up his son, Bo. It wasn't just this question. Do you remember the year of your son's death? That's not the way that went. You could phrase it much better, David, of how that conversation went. No, I I speculated about this on Friday because it it would seem odd if a prosecutor was like, what year did your son die? No, what probably was going on is Joe Biden was using benchmarks in his life to try Mm -hmm. to date what may have occurred when. And so he mentions his son dying, and then the prosecutor would say, okay, and what year was that, by the way? And Joe Biden couldn't remember. And apparently that's exactly how it went down, that he had mentioned Bo dying, and the prosecutor, or you know, special counsel, I guess, wanted to know, okay, what year was that, to try to firm up a timeline here. And Joe Biden didn't know. He got the date or the day of the year right, May 30th, but he totally booted what year it actually happened when his son died wow so there's that and the other news that came out is apparently michelle obama is saying nope i'm not running if someone's looking at me it ain't gonna be me yeah. don't want this don't know if you believe that or not but I that's do. what i kind of do too now I, i'm like well, i've I, never yeah. been sold on the michelle obama yeah. thing yeah still third as far as the betting goes I that's something. trump biden third is michelle obama that's your update. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. And this, of course, biggest story of the day. Well, it's the catastrophe for for the uh, Fulton County District Attorney's Office. Wait a second. You right mean now. it's not the Russia space nukes? Oh, yeah. Oh, that we were warned about yesterday? Yeah. That, that yeah. man, you know what? That the, the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee ought to be freaking ashamed of himself. For oh, going, for just put that out there because he was in Ukraine a week yeah. ago. It's like, okay, yeah, we're going to use this, try to scare the hell out of people. And it, that guy, it, just resign in disgrace. You're an embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, you should have heard uh, Legacy Media on that this morning. Oh, it, it might be even more devastating than what we heard yesterday. Oh, oh yeah. We'll get to that much more coming up right here. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the Millennial David Van Camp, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. Okay, more on the Atlanta case with Fannie Willis and her boyfriend, lawyer Nathan Wade, and a few. Uh, we got a deep state problem. That's a fact. Well, yeah. And I mean, a lot of news organizations won't pay attention to this, even though two of the reporters used to be on the left. Mm-hmm. Got red-pilled, saw the truth, like, hey, people aren't reporting what's going on here. And hats off to Schellenberger and Taibbi for doing this. Yeah, Michael Schellenberger, Matt Taibbi, they uh, both came out with stories that expose what was behind the Russiagate hoax. And where, where it started, best they can tell, is with the CIA. The CIA told foreign spy agencies to make contact with uh, 26 people who were associated with the Trump campaign in one way or another. Famously, somebody like George Papadopoulos, who's like 20-something, mm-hmm. and gets approached at a hotel bar. And then that contact gets reported back to the United States, sent over to the FBI. Hey, you know, this guy was talking to foreign, ad- or, you know, foreign intelligence people 
uh, we better start doing domestic surveillance. Yes. You know, and last night on Fox, Jesse Waters, they played the clip from 60 Minutes, Leslie Stahl, remember? Yeah. Trump's like, Leslie, they spied on my campaign. No, they didn't. No, that's not true. That can't be verified. Leslie, look. She's like, listen, this is 60 Minutes, okay? Yeah. 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 Give me a break. That's right. So, uh, Taibbi, one of the reporters breaking this new uh, angle to the story, tells the Daily Wire that this wasn't just about Trump, but this was kind of standard operating procedure for the CIA when it comes to influencing U.S. and foreign uh, uh, elections. Yeah. There's an idea, basically, that the intelligence community does this a lot to all sorts of folks. And in this case, the fact that Trump wasn't going to win might have been a motive for more surveillance because, you know, there, there wasn't a fear that this was going to come and blow back on them. You know, and just Taibbi himself is an interesting story, having worked at Rolling Stone, right? And then as a part of reporting all this different stuff in the Twitter files, and all of a sudden the IRS knocks on his door. Yeah, weird, huh? And that was the day he was going to testify, right? Yeah, uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, you you can't make that up. You put that in a movie. You're like, okay, they wouldn't actually go knock on his door that day, would they? They did. It's freaking wild, man. Um, the other thing I want to get to because when the news came out yesterday, national security risk for Americans. You're like, what is going on? What are we talking about? Is this a cyber attack? What's happening? And as we find out, no, that's not it at all. And you know, by what halfway through the show yesterday, we're like, wait a second. The guy that's ringing the bell here was just in Ukraine. This yeah. is probably something to get American dollars to Ukraine again to get passed through that Senate bill. And that turns out to be exactly what it yeah, was. Right. But ABC and Good Morning America, Martha Raddatz, she was on it. Did you hear any of this report? I have not. Okay. Good morning, George. Once the head of the House Intelligence Committee warned of an impending threat, alarm bells were sounding throughout Washington, and once we found out just what the threat was, they rang even louder. <laughs> they rang louder. To who? The people that can hear alarm bells ringing. Well, and the, the people who want more money. Okay, just asking. I mean, we're three Jamokes. I'll ask you two Jamokes. When you first heard about national security risk and then you found out what it was did it get louder to you or you're like oh this is freaking politics they want more money well yeah i mean because i but i always i'm the assumption that we're like we're like it's more cynical than everyone else and maybe i I think now that i think we're cynical has anybody else well as soon as that story broke i mean i was like okay this is very vague yeah it could be something serious, but, man, it feels like they're trying to sell you something. Yep. This morning, startling new intelligence on a potential threat from space. Sources telling ABC News that the U.S. believes Russia is working on plans to position a nuclear weapon in space, a blatant violation of multiple international agreements. The intended target, not Earth, but the critical satellite circling around it, vital for communications and military operations. Moscow's military ambitions coming to light after the Republican head of the House Intelligence Committee, Mike Turner, sent shockwaves through Washington by cryptically urging the Biden administration to declassify intelligence. Okay, and then you get the report. 
Okay. I mean, is it just too blase to say you assume they're doing that anyway? Well, that, and you got all these people that had already knew the information were like, it's no need to panic. I mean, this sort of stuff happens all the time. Yeah. You get an intelligence on something. It just so happens to coincide with, well, a big spending bill where we're going to give Ukraine $60 billion. Yeah, there's been concern about any any nation. I mean, specifically Russia, obviously, for the last, oh, yeah. you know, nearly century or so. Um, about somebody being able to put nuclear weaponry up in space. And, of course, those plans have not gone away. And I'm sure that I'm sure that the United States is also working on some stuff like that as well. Yeah. That's just the way I think it rolls. You know, you, you're kind of working on behind the scenes like, yeah, we don't officially do this. But, of course, if we need to respond, we're able to do so. There, I mean, but the idea of being able to uh, knock out communications using nuclear devices, that's been a concern for years. There was a, there was a book actually published called one uh, what was it one second after uh, one second after I think oh that something like that would happen <laughs> yeah that that and what there would was happen a, in the world yeah 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 right there was an electromagnetic pulse attack on the United States knocking out all the power and then what happens afterward well, wasn't this the idea behind Space Force that uh, everybody laughed part of at it, yeah I think part of it yeah Space Force all right there you go yeah. Space Force Space Force I haven't heard that part where Trump's actually singing that part. Can we get when he starts rapping the lyrics? We have the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Space Force. Uh, <laughs> that is hilarious. Space Force. Space, yes. <laughs> but it was a punchline. Yes. You know, well, I mean... It, it was well, a- at the time, and I still will say, can we get the wall done first? Yeah, before That's Space it. Force. Well, it's just prioritizing yeah. that's all it was even a punchline under the obama or under the biden administration if you remember that jen saki who was the press secretary oh, at the time right. made a joke about it and it's like whoa whoa it's already a, a branch of the military now and you're mocking an entire branch of the military while you're representing the president of the united states you're you're an evil hag aren't you no kidding martha raddatz is going to take that up with her there you go I'm Maybe sure she need, freaked out. We just need a catchy song about the wall. Build a wall. Wall, <laughs> wall, wall, wall. <laughs> well, do you have another update from Atlanta with what's going on there? Yeah, Nathan Wade. Well, is, hold on a second. If we want to no. give respect and have, you know, maybe Bonnie Willis needs her own theme song. I don't right. know. Oh, well. If you want. Bad boy Nathan Wade, and here we go. Yeah, Bonnie Willis being the Fulton County, Georgia district attorney who is going after Donald Trump for trying to overturn the election in 2020. Nathan Wade is her lover and also the prosecutor that she hired to go after Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, due to a hearing in court today, uh, or after it was revealed at a hearing in court today, that actually their affair goes back several years, all the way back to 2019, which means she hired her boyfriend to run this investigation even though he wasn't qualified to do it they're taking lavish trips etc uh nathan wade was called to, to testify and he's being asked about all these trips like yeah i mean Fonnie, she paid me back in cash i didn't deposit it in the bank and you know maybe i kept it in a cabin i book lots of cabins that's what he said <laughs> i book lots of cabins, cabins. <laughs> really so, where i don't know part of the 
line of questioning was about, hey, did you ever take trips to this location or that location with Fonnie Willis? And one was, did you take a trip to a cabin in Tennessee with Fonnie? And here's the question. You'll hear awkward pause because this guy's sweating bullets. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone to Tennessee with Miss Willis? Yes. Okay. When was that? That was hmm. around 2022, early 2022. Early 2022? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a it was a, a a day trip. Um Okay, so you didn't spend we the night. Would, so it was a day trip. Okay. We would drive there, have lunch, drive back. Um The reason we would do that is because the attention she couldn't get any peace of mind going locally so we'd get in my car and and drive to someplace off the beat path and have lunch and drive back have lunch that's what they're calling it these days it talking about a location i don't remember the specific city that they reference later but talking about a, a two-hour drive away from atlanta to go have lunch hmm. please just lunch mm-hmm well, that place in Tennessee had the best burgers everybody knows. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing against the fine eateries in the backwoods of Tennessee. I'm not at all. <laughs> well, I heard another part, just you know, a quick blurb where they're trying to get the timeline. And yeah, I remember you know spending the night together in 2023 and 2022. And then he's asked, "Well, 2021? I, I don't recall." Right. Was that a no? Don't recall. So is that the wiggle room where you're talking about perjury? Yeah. Because if you say no, and then it's proven that you did, your hose. But if you don't recall, that's the yeah. wiggle room. Yeah, right, exactly. And you and you you certainly do not want to say anything that will contradict earlier testimony, which I think is why he's taking about a minute between question and answer to finally say something. You know, I think it's safe to say, at least I'm guessing here for most people, okay, you got a relationship that now has been. Let's say for the sake of argument, three years, but we know now it went back to 2019. That's what someone testified earlier. Okay, of all the times that you've spent the night together or gone somewhere, you tend to remember the first one the most. Yeah. The one in the middle, if you don't recall that one, okay. I mean, she may take it up with you later. You don't remember? <laughs> remember we did the one? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Whatever. But you don't remember the first time? Come on. That's why Foreigner wrote the song. Feels like the first time. <laughs> Couldn't forget it. Well, it's magical, you know. Well, sometimes, or it's hideous. But if you keep going back, it's probably decent. Uh, he went back, yeah. He keeps going back. Yep. Wow, this thing's blowing up really badly for them. And good. And they're lying all the way through this. Look, man. And then the other part, I just got to say. So, yeah. and we're to believe that she paid you back in cash. So even though you've been making over. Six hundred and fifty grand, or whatever it is, and she's making two hundred. That she's paying for all these trips, really? This is like male prostitution or something. Well, she wanted to be the one that brought down Trump. She wanted to be the one that was going to go on. I know Jimmy Kimmel show, and she was one that's going to go on a lectured circuit. And 
you know, do all these things, make all this money, all that adulation she was going to get because she brought down Donald Trump. And she was going to tell her story, write a best-selling book, maybe turn it into a movie. She had these delusions of grandeur. I understand She that. wanted to be a star. All I'm asking is, when have you ever known a dude that out-earns a lady three times and she's paying for everything? <laughs> Can you name one instance in your life where you've ever seen that? Uh, no. I'm sure it's happened. I just... If you know of someone, you don't have to use the names. Hit Robbins up on Facebook. <laughs> I've never heard of that happening before. All right, we got to get to another news update and more straight ahead. Running a business is a 24-7 job. And it's easy to fall behind on things like closing the books. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Having all your information in one place makes it easy to make better decisions. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash MVR. That's netsuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash MVR. My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste-free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Talked about it before with rising costs. There's concerns about the economy. Running a business right now is the hardest it's been in a long time. Yeah, that's true. And you can simplify all the nuts and bolts like closing the books with NetSuite by Oracle. Everything you need to grow your business is all in one place. You get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators. Yeah, it's all in one efficient system, letting you manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and more importantly, or most importantly, improve those margins. Having it all together makes it easier to make good decisions for the future. Right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it all happen for you. Yeah, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash MVR. That's netsuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. Netsuite.com slash MVR. The story that we hadn't had a chance to get to yet. 
I saw this the Wall Street Journal, and the headline got my attention. Pentagon used six-bladed Ginsu weapon to kill the Iraqi militia leader. Yeah, what is that exactly? This thing is awesome. It's a- the modified Hellfire missile. Yeah. What's it do? Do you want to describe it? Is David, this the, from what you've seen? Is this the one that has the blades on it? Yes. yes. Yeah. It, it's a missile that that has it, it 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 whips out swords basically. That just it's a, it's a blender. It's a flying blender. The whole purpose of it is to reduce the number of uh, casualties, innocent mm-hmm. bystanders, essentially to really pinpoint and hit your target and turn them into a smoothie. Pretty much, man. Dang. Well. I, okay, you can paint the picture, Scott. I'll show you the picture of it, okay? It just looks like a missile, but yeah. it's like knives come out of it. <laughs> and then it, it's, you know, obviously spinning like crazy, and it's targeted, so it will go through, whether it's a building, car, whatever, and take out the one person and not so many casualties. Imagine these weapon designers just sitting around, like, having cocktails. They got a blender going. going oh, they, you know... We could do something like this. The people who design weaponry, and that's all the way up to missiles, all the way yeah. down to a handgun that you see at your local gun store, they are some of the craziest and smartest people on the planet, but they're unsettling because of the yes. things they think of to create yeah. the most amount of physical damage to another human as possible. And you got to make it functional, too, right? Yeah, right. I mean, so, yeah, it just it blows my mind when I see these things. It's amazing. I couldn't believe this thing when I saw it. The Ginsu, also referred to as the Ninja Bomb, designed to plunge more than 100 pounds of metal through the tops of cars and buildings to kill its target without harming individuals and property close by. Gosh dang. I mean, you used to see crap like that in a Bond movie, and you're yes. like, yeah, that never happened. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's real. Dang. Oh, yeah. And it's fantastic. The Ginsu, the ninja. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Thank you for being here. Got an update from the Atlanta case? Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess to make it simple, just set the, the cast of characters here. Fonnie Willis is the Fulton County, Georgia DA. She's the one who's going after Donald Trump for trying to overturn the 2020 election. Yep. The prosecutor that she hired is a guy named uh, Nathan Wade, and he's the guy who's supposed to be really making the state's case against Donald Trump. Well, now it's come out because he's going through a messy divorce. It's come out that he had an affair with Fonnie Willis, the prosecutor who hired him. Now, initially, they kind of denied it, that they had anything. Well, he actually did in court documents deny that an affair ever happened. Um, And now that he has admitted that was not true, he did have an affair with her. And other testimony from a friend and aide, former aide, to Fonnie Willis says, oh, no, they were together in 2019 which is problematic because that means they were together in 2021 when she hired him 
to yes. prosecute Donald Trump. So there's a huge... Because his ex-wife had gone after him, yeah. saying that he had lied. And then that was the part. He lied. And then he went to amend his testimony, but then pleaded the fifth. Yeah, right. And you can't do that. That's yeah. why I, Megyn Kelly on her show, talking about that. Either way, he is in what we call in the law a sh ton of trouble. <laughs> Is that, is that a legal term? I didn't it know is. that. Yeah, yeah, it actually is. No, that killed me when yeah. I heard that. That's funny. That's actually the one on the bar exam that most students miss. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's it's just one of those phrases. You know, it's you get right Latin. Under, it's right, it's right. You know, right under crap load. <laughs> right. <then you> can... <laughs> right. So Nathan Wade testifying today. Again, this has huge implications because if she is, she could get removed from this case and the, the entire DA's office could get disqualified from the case against Trump. And then the question is, what prosecutor comes in and takes up the mantle here? Is there one that would They're do it? They're saying probably not. Probably it's not. it's this RICO case, yeah. and it's flimsy to begin with. Right. So Nathan Wade earlier today testified that uh, th there's some questions about how the money worked. Because he used his business card to pay for trips with her, with Fonnie Willis, and then she reimbursed him. And they're trying to track down, okay, do we have any records of this to, to try to corroborate when you may or may not have been romantically involved? And right. initially, the take was this. You said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? Oh, it was cash. She didn't, she didn't give me any checks. So she... No, it was cash. She didn't give me any checks, which would lead to it, man. It is. It's channeling Randy Moss, and I appreciate that. Great cash, homie. Thank you. Wait, and why would you say that? Well, no, there are not going to be any bank records of this, right? Because it was cash, and oh, I kept goodness. that stashed away somewhere. Right. Well, flash forward to what just happened in the courtroom, and here's another lawyer asking him a question. From your from your bank records that you're aware of, there'll be no there'll be no cash deposits, right? I didn't say that. Are there cash deposits which line up with the money that you have allegedly received from Ms. Willis to, quote, pay you back for her part of the trips? So, so here's the thing. In my bank records, you will see cash deposits. You will see check deposits. I can't say that you, you look through the bank records and you won't see cash deposits because I have two sources of, of income, sir. I, income comes from my private practice, my firm, and income comes from the, the contract here with, with Fulton County. Um, during the course of private practice, occasionally I will have... Just a quick time out. Who pays cash? No, no one does. <laughs> That's two sources of income and I'm getting yeah, paid cash? Yeah, yeah. What are you, some shade tree mechanic somewhere? <laughs> I mean, of course what? not. Who pays a lawyer cash? No one does. <laughs> no, what lawyer accepts cash? I don't know any. <laughs> I'm just asking the question. This seems what? <laughs> I think he's going to try to get to that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Practice. Occasionally, I will have occasion to deposit cash into my account. And in preparation for this hearing and your testimony... Did you go through your bank records to find out if you could locate any cash deposits that would corroborate yeah. your, your testimony? No, sir. I, I didn't go through my bank records at all. Now, um, 
So what you would do, the money that you received. Oh, my for, goodness. Somebody get that attorney an attorney. Right. <laughs> Tell him how to do this. I just, I love the, the stunned, like, okay, okay, wait, what? Now, um, so what you would do, the money that you received, of course, the, the money that you received from your work for Fulton County, that's public funds, correct? No, sir, that's private funds. It's my public funds pay you to do work for Fulton County, correct? Yeah. Tell me what the definition of a public fund is. <laughs> oh, dear goodness. Holy mackerel. Uh, okay. <laughs> there's dumb and then there's really dumb. Yeah, what a liar. Well, you know damn good and well what he's talking about. Does he? Uh, he has I, to. I don't think he does, man. Yo, are you serious? I, dude, he this, doesn't understand what public I don't funds know, man. mean. I don't know. I can't read his mind, but that sounded genuine like he's confused. Well, he worked for Fulton County, he said. He had a contract with them to prosecute Donald Trump. And they were yes. paying him to do that. Yeah. Yes. And I, I think. But he, I don't know that he understands what's private and What's public? I, you think a bunch of people throw money into a hat and that's how they pay him? I so mean, I think maybe when he's saying private versus public, he's thinking private is the money that goes to me. Public is the money that I use in the case against Donald Trump. So maybe okay, that's where right. that confusion well, comes maybe that in. Could be. I, I guess. But I, again, you have to remember, these are not criminal masterminds here. No. These are idiots who got in over their head. Well, you know, for a while... People on the left were defending Manny Willis, hiring Wade, saying people are going after him because of the color of his skin. It's not because he's not qualified. But the criticism was this guy doesn't know what he's doing with a RICO case like this. He has no experience. He's in over his head. Yeah. And he's not doing himself any favors today with this testimony. Wow, no. man. No. Holy mackerel. Jeez. Does it go on from there? It, it does. It goes on for a while. but Dude, I, get, Okay, I know we got to get to other things, but this is like catnip now. Can we get one more minute? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll back hanging. it up just a little bit here. Right. I'm almost sitting here saying, ref, stop the fight. For crying oh, out yeah. loud. Yeah, but I'm, I'm enjoying <laughs> this pile on. I really am. Tell me what the definition of a public fund is. A public fund would be your funds, as in not fund, but funds money. Public money, as in money from taxpayers by the Fulton County or the state of Georgia, pay you to do the work that you're doing here in this case, yes or no? One or the other, I'm certain. You know which one? The case. I don't know which one, no, sir. Uh, now, those you would oh take my. those public funds, and those public funds were then used, deposited in your account, and they were then used to pay uh, for the on the credit cards for the trips that you would take with uh, Ms. Willis, correct? I object to the question so far as the characterization of public funds. The witness didn't testify to that, and I believe there's been any evidence to that. Once it's paid to Mr. Wade, it's private funds. Well, the point of it is is that you got money. Uh, Mr. Gillen's rephrasing. Yeah, I'll, I'll rephrase. Yeah. Let's break it down. Oh, my. You got money from Fulton County for the work that you do here, right? Yes, sir. You would send in invoices. <laughs> and they would pay you money, correct? Yes, sir. Those money, that, the private money, that money was money from either the citizens of Fulton County or from the state of Georgia, correct? Public, that's what I mean by public funds. Agreed? 
I, I guess I'm having trouble with the the the, the notion that the, the the citizens of Fulton County have paid me any funds. I'm not certain the funding source. I can tell you that either the state of Georgia or Fulton County has written me a check. That's the question. Uh, right. Right. You're going to be okay, Scott. I know I'm not. I'm not okay at all. You know, it's funny because when I went in and saw the lawyer for the last time I saw him within the last two years, he said to me, if you pay cash, I'll give you a 5% discount. <laughs> of course he didn't. Of course the money was coming from taxpayers, you weenie. Of course it was. He's having a hard time. I think he got confused there. <laughs> there's, no conf- there's no confusion. He just said it. Oh, yeah, I got a check for Well, <laughs> who are they? <laughs> God, oh my God, these people. And they're just walking amongst us and stealing money. And Well, it's not just that. It's being in charge of one of the biggest cases in the country's history, you could argue. <laughs> right. Yes. Holy mackerel. <laughs> oh, you mean those checks that said from Fulton County on it? That, what? God. I can't anymore. I can't. I mean, yeah, there's so many different things going on today. We're, there's, you know, goodness gracious, there's updates on, you know, the immigration issue that we have and, you know, the CIA going way out of bounds all these things but this has really captured the attention man this is nuts <laughs> you can't make this up you can't you can't okay he's an authority on cabins <laughs> and he takes cash <laughs> yeah this thing has gone down in flames <laughs> wow man. yeah get an update uh on that and much more <laughs> straight ahead right here My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste-free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. If you're interested in daily fantasy sports, but maybe a little confused about how it all works, 
Prize Picks is the way to get started. You're just playing against the numbers. No tinkering with lineups or keeping track of a bunch of players. And you're not playing against sharks. You pick more or less on a two to six player stat projection. You can now win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten dollars into a thousand. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players, sports, and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Basketball, hockey, soccer, tennis, etc. Price Picks has a game for you. Price Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Yeah, they're the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. It's easy to download the app today and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. That's code MBCR on Price Picks for a deposit match up to 100 bucks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. <laughs> Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jeremy Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, David, do you have a news update? I'm sorry, I'm obsessed with this. It's Nathan Wade, the lover of Fonnie Willis, the Fulton County, Georgia district attorney. They see they they had a relationship before, apparently. She hired her, or I'm sorry, she hired him mm-hmm. to uh, be part of the anti corruption task force within Fulton County, namely he was the guy who was going to be going after Donald Trump. And this guy is not very smart. No. It it appears because uh, a lawyer is asking him today, uh, okay, about money that was spent. And he says, okay, so uh, you took public funds, meaning he got paid by the state of Georgia and or Fulton County, uh, to do this, and then you took that the, that money, put it in your bank account per your contract, and that money then was used to pay off credit card debt that you had incurred to go on lavish trips with Fonnie Willis, the DA that hired you. So ba- basically the whole thing was your job with Fulton County really was to do nothing but help fund these trips. That's what they're essentially getting at. Yes. Uh, And there was confusion about the difference between public and private funds because Nathan Wade was saying, well, no, they weren't public funds. They were. Wait, can you define public funds? (laughs) It's It's very confused about all of that. Um, And then so anyway, the, the lawyer says, "Okay, back up, explains what he means by public funds. This is the money that you are owed from the state of Georgia or Fulton County. Uh, for the services that you have provided. Uh, but this went to go, uh, went towards your lavish trips with Fonnie Willis, correct? And we'll pick it up from there. Okay. As, as right. I testified two moments ago, I, I have income coming in from my law firm. I also have income coming in from the funds that we're here discussing now from either the state of Georgia or Fulton County and or both. I'm, I'm not certain. So to say that I'm paying a credit card statement with funds coming from Fulton County or the state of Georgia would, would not be an accurate statement because the funds could have very well come from my private practice. Right. Doesn't say All in my goes bank in the account. pool of money. Right. It's <laughs> but you don't know. Where the you know the earmarked money came from exactly? 
it would be one thing if you have, you know, Joe Blow's citizen up there that gets confused by the jargon. This is an attorney. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's going after the former president and the leading candidate to be president. It's it's wild, man. I don't know what else to say about it. Other than that, it's just nuts. I can't wait to see different reaction from all over the place because we're just listening to it going, are you joking me? Right. And I keep wondering, am I missing something? No, you're not. This is an absolute embarrassment. Holy smokes. Okay. All right. Mentioned, you know, illegal immigration. It's been a story across the country. It's hitting now smaller towns. This was out of West Whiteland, Pennsylvania. Local news story there. Roll Police it. are starting to notice a new trend. Recently, busting groups that are stealing large quantities of merchandise, and they say the suspects are in the country illegally. What? The latest theft unfolded at this Ulta on February 1st. We've obtained video from inside the store that shows two men walk inside, both with distinct white patches hanging from their back pockets. Hmm. Two males come in. Police say they helped steal $2,000 worth of merchandise. They were identified as Albert Terralba Jordan and Caviar Gilarte Campos, both from Venezuela, and police say both entered the U.S. illegally. Why? They're taking advantage of, you know, coming to the United States and committing these crimes. And, okay, we'll just stop uh, there. Here's my question. Why in the world aren't they deported immediately? You're here I illegally. Mean, that's a great question because it would seem like the logical thing to do. You've broken the law to get here. Now you've broken the law since you've been here, so you can't be here anymore. It's hard for the left to go with the, hey, just people trying to, oh, I know, their way, you know, feed their families. Yes. He's identified at least three of these groups where the suspects cross the border illegally. Over the last few months, we've had what we call South American theft groups. The United States saw a surge of illegal crossings at the U.S. southern border, hitting record highs in December yep. before falling a bit in January. So now it's not just big cities that are affected. It's happening in small towns, smaller towns across the United States. And again, this is something that Democrats and Republicans, at least voting people, agree on. What are we doing? Right. This is nuts. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, I know what the biggest story is today, David. Kind of crazy. It's the absolute cluster that's happening right now in Georgia as the lover of uh, the uh, district attorney in Fulton County, the person going after Donald Trump, is taking the stand on his own behalf and, uh, well, doesn't really know the difference between public and private funds. It's been caught lying. Been caught lying several times. Yes. And I'm I'm getting to the point where, honestly, I feel bad for the guy because this guy was like, I thought I was just going to hook up and make some of that sweet, sweet cash. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to get here. <laughs> Dang. I hope it was All worth right. it, dude. Oh, man. Get to that. And then the Scott Robbins trifecta. Straight ahead. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, before we get to the Robbins trifecta, yes, David, do you have an update? I'm sorry, dude. 
Crazy. Every piece of audio that comes out of that courtroom in Atlanta <laughs> today <laughs> is just gold. It has me rolling, okay? So, all right, you got uh, Nathan Wade. This is a prosecutor who was brought on to help out with the Trump prosecution in Fulton County, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, for the trying to steal the 2020 election. Ah! Yeah. Uh, Fonnie Willis is the district attorney, and, uh, well, she hired him even though they had they were having an affair together. And so maybe because they were having a, an affair together. That's the implication, certainly. And he's making seven hundred grand on a contract, and they're going on all these trips together. And they said, well, we had a relationship, but it didn't start until uh, after he had been appointed, except they were taking trips before that. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. And then another uh, person testifying today said, oh, no, that that relationship goes back to 2019. Uh-oh. Which is a huge problem because they've lied to the court, and now their credibility is completely shot, whatever they had left. So uh, one of the lawyers is asking Nathan Wade, who himself is a lawyer. Correct. I might remind you. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. I'm saying, no. hey, it's kind of weird that your contract actually ran out. In November of 2022, you went on a trip to Aruba with Fonnie Willis around that time. And right like a week or so after you got back, oh, your contract got extended. And the the, the, the person doing the cross-examination is asking, well, wait, I mean, why did, you, why did she re-up your contract? And, well, here's Nathan Wade's initial response. Correct. What does re-up mean? Well, re-up means... That you came back, your contract was up, and then on November the 15th, you and this will signed a new contract for you, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, when you were in uh, taking her to Holy crap. Uh, the Aruba and on the, on the cruises, and the, excuse me, the resort there, did you discuss your re-upping uh, of, the, uh, of signing an extension on your contract? No, sir. Uh, but you... But you make an excellent point. Um, I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. So the the, the, the trip to Aruba, the, the contract was not in existence then. No, you're saying, so you're saying that you were not under contract. In, in, in your contract, did you send any invoices in for work that you did after your contract, your first contract expired? No, sir. You didn't? No, sir. No. Uh, when that expired, that was it. So and then you're saying that after the Aruba trip, you get re-upped with a new contract, correct? I signed a new contract, yes, now, sir. Was there any modifications on that contract? Did you get um, an extension on the cap that you were limited on the first one? Were there any modifications at all, Mr. Wills? Excuse me. I've done that again. I, I apologize. I, I've been called worse. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, I've, I've been called worse. Uh, um, now, he's got a sense of humor. Any modifications got that. on that? Um, do, you, do you have the contracts in front of you where you could... Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I think that... Uh, Holy mackerel. Yeah. You, you sign a new contract and you're like, well, uh. What's re-up mean? What? <laughs> I think he was legit asking. I don't think I, I he know, was, I like, just stalling you. or anything. No, he just, this whole thing. Well, he didn't disaster. know the difference between private and public funds. No, I mean, that's no. what I'm saying. That's what I'm, <laughs> it sounds like a joke. I'm not joking. Somebody get that lawyer a lawyer to coach him through this testimony. 
It is. It it almost doesn't feel like a fair fight. Yeah. Throwing the towel, man. Come on. At the same time, you can't let people get away with this nonsense. Well, no. You want justice. It's okay. Who is more than surprised it went this badly? And I expected it to go down in flames today. It's way yeah. worse than oh, I expected. Yeah, it is not way like worse. this. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he would be somewhat prepared for what was coming. This guy's oh. like chugging water too, like, oh my god, because he's sweating. I mean, yeah, I know he wouldn't wiping his, his. Well, I was joking earlier yeah. because it's like one bottle after another. I'm yeah. like, that's plastic. The environment. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get a reusable. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he's I, a, it's a little toasty in there apparently. Um, there were a lot of other stories. Some we'll have to get to tomorrow, and I apologize for saying we were going to get to different things. Like, dang. Well, shoot, I mean, the whole story of the hip-hop task force. We didn't have a chance to get to that. I guess we could do it real quick if you want. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Did you hear about this from yesterday? The Hill had an exclusive on it. Okay, Democrats unveil new hip-hop task force to tackle racial inequity. Oh, no, what does this mean? Well, you know who's heading it up? One of your favorites, Jamal Bowman. Jamal Bowman, yes. The Congressional Hip-Hop power and justice task force and uh, he was out talking about it you'll hear some familiar voices here in a second Uh, but what they're going to do is use hip-hop's messaging and building a more equitable society okay and then you're talking about initiatives and economic equality all this sort of stuff um and bowman himself said you know like the hip-hop that he grew up on it was very instrumental in creating a curriculum and blueprint for his life said, I owe a lot of who I am to the lessons they taught me uh, through their music. Hip-hop has always been about ending poverty in America. It has? Yeah. Not the hip-hop that my friends always I mean, listen to. Pull the lever, open the door, gonna help the poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he needs a task force on how doors work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what? I, I'm just wondering. I'm thinking, like, okay, the hip-hop, if he's growing up in New York hip-hop I'm, I'm trying to age him here a little bit he'd be listening to like wu-tang right maybe maybe I'm that guessing. is actually talking about lifting people he he, he, mi- he mentions uh public enemy uh-huh queen larifer uh <laughs> chuck d eric b but if you want to hear what they were saying because sure. at the end it's one of your favorites hip-hop is not just music it's not just an art form It's a culture with a multi-billion dollar economy, but we haven't harnessed the power of it yet to make transformative change in legislation. Thank you. Just by your confused look Mm -hmm. on your face, David, I I don't understand what you're talking about. I mentioned the Wu-Tang Clan. Cash rules everything around me. Cream. There you go. Get the money. The Black Black Music Action Coalition is an advocacy organization that's committed to utilizing the cultural capital of black music to influence the music industry and greater society on the issues of racial justice and equity through policy, philanthropic, and educational initiatives. What What, you are watching. What are we talking about? See, I don't don't know. It's all these words. It is, yes. Okay. What you are watching is the maturation of the culture. You are watching us come together and take something that came from nothing, that came out of despair, that came out of being disenfranchised, right? It came out of a political system that used us, but we didn't use. So 
are you going to be preaching what then or what exactly are you going to put this money toward and how is it going to help people in the inner city i know you can't bring up fatherless homes oh gosh right right because i mean you you could look at statistics on that but you're racist we always heard that but there is one voice I know you'd want to hear when it comes By to this. By focusing on congressional policies that safeguard the rights and interests of artists, producers, and fans alike. That's right. It's Hank Johnson. Mm-hmm. We will not only honor hip-hop's significant contribution to our cultural landscape, but also ensure that its vibrant legacy is preserved and respected. You will respect the hip-hop, Thank you, Scott. Scott. Appreciate yeah. it. Hank Johnson. Don't even fidget. You're a giant with a midget. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. You got time to do this? Yes. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, the world's on fire, and this is what we're doing. Yeah. 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 Okay. In equity. There we go. Are you ready for your big three? Yeah, we got to roll. Here we go. Are you ready? One, one two, buckle my shoe it's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three of the day. Helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy. How you doing? You doing okay? I think he's good. good. Got a weekend coming up I'm here. ready. Before long. Okay. Three. Right. Number Fine. three, migrant Fine. cop beating teen arrested again. Uh, this is wild. Uh, one of the migrants that was allegedly involved in the assault on a pair of cops in Times Square. Everybody saw this. It was yeah. all over TV, right? The video? Yeah. Been arrested again. You know, they let him out. No. And he went, uh, he turned his life around the minute he, minute he left jail. It went like, I'm going to get on the straight and narrow path now, except he didn't. He was participating in a coordinated robbery of a Macy's store in Queens. Darwin Andres Gomez's Qual, 19, was arrested and charged with robbery and petty larceny. He's one of four people charged for allegedly entering the Queen Center Mall around 5.33 in the afternoon and acting in concert to steal clothes that they tried to hide in bags. When a 27-year-old security guard confronted the group, they struggled. One of the suspects punched the security guard in the face as they were running away. So back to jail he goes. How long is he going to be in there? Is anybody's guess? Probably not long. You know what we need? Hip hop task force. Oh well, well, yeah, I was just going to say yes. I think that would have now get it on done. with the countdown. Scott Robbins, trifecta, the top three of the day, up to number two. Uh, you want to talk about Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, and a retail theft bill? Well, this is good considering what I just talked about here. In 2022, retailers across the country lost 112 billion dollars to retail theft man but somehow a shoplifting decreased 30 percent in florida how's that happen DeSantis says i'm going to keep doing this got to get this downward trend growing so he announced that a uh, a first degree felony if a person commits a theft with a firearm or has already had two or more prior convictions of retail theft under his proposal, a first-degree felony in Florida is punishable by up to 30 years in prison and a fine of ten grand. He also wants to make it a second-degree felony if criminals use social media to solicit others in retail theft. 
While it will be a third-degree felony to commit, the the theft will involve five or more individuals and could be punishable as up to 15 years in prison. He's going to go hard after him. He said, I'm also tired of the porch pirates. We're going to stop that, too. It'll become a third-degree felony if you have a package valued at between 40 and 100 bucks. And it had already been going down before. Yeah, 30%. Yeah. 30% in Florida. Yeah. Did he do hip-hop task force? Um, I'm sure he was probably the, the person who started this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the countdown continues. Scott Robbins, trifecta, his, top three of the day. His time will come, by the way. And finally, one. Number one, I'm sensing a theme here, illegal alien invasion, not popular with voters, apparently. Yeah, it seems not. Gallup is out there polling people. Hey, man, what are you going to vote for? I mean, what's your number one priority right now in terms of who gets your vote? Well, this was released yesterday. Joe Biden's handling of the economy, you'd think, well, that was right up there, but it dropped to number three, or number two, rather, Casey. It was number one, followed by inflation at three. Number one is, of course, illegal immigration. The findings were part of a survey on Biden in the 2024 presidential election, found that uh, the approval rating sits at 41% with them, the lowest of all presidents at this stage of their first term. Lowest of all presidents at this stage in their first term. That's what happens when you leave the border wide open. And Dude, there you have it. Illegal. Well, this had yeah. to start happening in blue states, though, to get anybody's attention. Yes, I think there and that's is when definitely it, something to do Because what was going on in Texas and Florida, screw it. We didn't hear anything about it. Yeah. Now we are all of a sudden. Well, Greg Abbott had the hip-hop task force, and he said, we're going to bust them. <laughs> Shut these down there on the... Got it. All right. News update. Memorize of the news coming up. Chilly winter mornings are perfect for staying under the covers and having breakfast in bed. HelloFresh knows that, and they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy your pick of the tasty dinner recipes they're known for, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. HelloFresh actually has you covered for every mealtime occasion with a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, desserts, and more. And not only does HelloFresh help you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, but their pre-portioned ingredients help eliminate excess food waste. This new year, make eating better and saving money a priority and make it easy with America's number one meal kit. Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. 
Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. If you're interested in daily fantasy sports, maybe you're a little confused about how it all works. Well, Van Camp's a guy to talk to. Prize picks is the way to get started. Yeah, you're just playing against the numbers. You don't have to worry about lineups. You don't have to be an expert in the sport. I mean, I've been pretty good just uh, uh, playing with NBA games, and I know nothing about the NBA. You don't have to keep track of a bunch of players. None of that. Well, no one would describe David as a shark, and that's good because you're not playing against sharks. <laughs> you pick more or less on two to six player stat projections. That's it. And you can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn 10 bucks into 1000 you got quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of player sports, stat types. All of that is what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. And no matter what sports you're into, either basketball, hockey, soccer, tennis, soon baseball, Price Picks has a game for you. And they also offer injury insurance so that even if your entries get hurt in the first half, they can be uh, replaced by the second half. Yeah. Download the app today. Use the code MVCR for a deposit match of up to $100. That's code MVCR on Price Picks for a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We've been keeping you up to date on what's going on in Atlanta, and it looks like Annie Willis is going to testify. <laughs> Boy, she looked pissed off, too. I bet she is. <laughs> she Man, she looks, she was scowling. Yeah, this is going to be. She wants none of this. Really interesting. This thing is going down in flames. We got to get the Nimrods rolled out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. We go to Michigan. 26-year-old dude actually broke into a county jail with a knife. <laughs> Why? To break into an ATM in the lobby area. <laughs> God. Deputy saw him, called police, notified he had a knife. Was he trying to intimidate people? Doesn't matter. Uh, he is in a lot of trouble. He is in jail. And then you've heard about Walgreens getting robbed all the time, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is in D.C. Walgreens has been robbed every month for six months. It was the same every time. An armed robber would come in demanding money from the safe. As it turns out, the store manager and his nephew were in on it. No. And we're working with the robber. Oh, jeez. Getting a cut. And then three South Carolina deputies are facing felony charges for prank calling other law enforcement agencies. <laughs> they call other agencies to say, yep, dead body spotted. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. And that's Nimrod's in the news. <laughs>